Hello everyone. Today I want to talk about how to get started on your health and fitness journey. And I get a lot of emails and a lot of DMs from people saying like, oh, I know so much about health and fitness, but I just don't know where to start. And part of this puzzles me, but then part of this is the whole, remember when you started Nikki, there's so much information out there that you didn't know what to implement, what was correct, what was going to be the best approach. And I think from my own experience, we kind of want to skip over the BS and just know what's the absolute best way for me to do this. And I really and truly wish there was an absolute best way for you to approach health and fitness. And I would say, you know, these are the five things everyone should do. And the reality is, I don't have that answer because everyone is different. Everyone's needs are different. Your schedule, um, things you struggle with, things that you're good at. And because of this, what my suggestion for starting is going to be different for everyone. That being said, what my recommendation is, and I'll, I'll, I'll ugh, holy smokes, I will share a little bit of how I started and what I found helpful. And I'm not saying this because I think this is what everyone should do, but this is just kind of how I approach things because I'm someone who, it's like when I go to physio, if you give me one exercise to do, I'm going to do it. I'm going to crush it. I'm going to try and get it in every day. I'm not going to skip it. I'm not going to be like, ugh. but if you give me five or six things to do, I'm going to be like, uh, so many things. I just don't think I can do it. And so I don't do any of them. And that's kind of how I feel about my experiences with nutrition and fitness. If I put too much on my plate at once, it all kind of just falls apart real quick because I'm like, oh, none of this is sustainable. I feel like I'm drowning. Everything is too hard. Screw it. And so this is where my suggestion is to Focus on one thing. And I know people are going to disagree with this and that is absolutely fine. This is my whole me sharing what worked for me. And when I first started back in 2015, I was teaching at the time. And so for me, my year starts in September. That's because that's when school starts here. And so I was like, for the first week before school, I'm going to focus on meal prepping just meal prepping, forget about workouts, forget about getting steps in or anything like that. I'm just going to focus on meal prepping and I'm going to prep my meals for four days, figure out how to do that, figure out some recipes and just that. And that's all I did. And that in itself was challenging. But when the following week came, I kind of had an idea of what I was going to prep for week two. And that gave me more time to focus on what my training and exercise routine was going to look like on that second week. So for me, I found it a lot easier to focus on one thing at a time. Now, this is really, the, that mentality is similar to how I approach um, health goals with my nutrition clients. And by that, I mean, I'm not a coach who's going to say, here are six things you need to focus on this week. You got to crush all six of these. Let's go. Absolutely not. This is kind of like the whole physio analogy where if I give you six things to do, chances are those six things are things that maybe you, well, things that you need to work on. So they're not going to be easy. And you are also going to throw onto that your daily life, your job, 
your daily stresses, you know, if you are a wife, if you're a mom, if you're a daughter, if you are a vice president of a company, all of those things are, you know, in combination with those weekly goals. And I think a lot of us set really unrealistic goals for ourselves. And this is why when it comes to nutrition coaching, I'm like, let's pick two. Let's even pick one. And let's really, really focus on that. And every day I want to hear how that goal went. And for some people, for example, if I have someone starting out and I've, you know, looked at their food diary and I go, okay, you're really not getting much protein at all. So let's aim for, you know, 70 grams of protein a day. That's it. Let's just aim for 70 grams. I don't want you to track any other foods you eat except for your protein. And let's see what 70 grams of protein looks like for you every single day. And on a day you don't hit it, let's talk about why you didn't, why you weren't able to eat that much, why you weren't able to plan ahead for that. And if when we do that, excuse me, it's not necessarily because 70 grams is the maximum amount of protein I want that individual to have, but I want to set them up for success and say, okay, you were having 30 to 50 grams of protein a day based on what I've seen. And so setting you up with 70 is far more realistic for you to achieve than saying, I think you need to be eating 120 grams of protein. Now go for it. And on top of that, don't forget to get 10,000 steps. Don't forget, you know, five resistance training workouts a week. And don't forget, you know, three liters of water. Like that is way too many things. And this is why I would say make a list of goals that you think are going to get you to where you want to be. And then prioritize them. What is the number one goal that you think is going to really make a positive impact on your day? And that might be something like at lunch and dinner, I'm going to always have a big side salad. It might be, I'm going to have two water bottles full of water every single day. Or every lunch hour, I'm going to go for a 15 minute walk. It does not have to be something overly complicated. And I think this is where people feel really unsuccessful. They say, they compare themselves to people who have been training for years or decades or people who do this professionally. Like literally my job as a nutrition coach and Instagram, you know, I really freaking hate this word, but Instagram influencer is health and nutrition is a big part of my life. It is part of my job. You know, staying in shape is good for business. Let's be real. And so, yes, it is a priority for me because, well, it has to be a priority for me. That is my job. That is my work. Not only does doing those things make me feel really good, it makes me feel good as a human being outside of work, but it makes it a lot easier to do my job as well because when you can lead by example, and I don't mean a perfect example, I mean a human example where I say to my clients, ugh, I had a crap day too. It makes it a lot easier as a human being to relate to someone's challenges and struggles. And so Yes, I find the time to work out five days a week, but that's also because now this is a big part of my life and I have changed this into a career. This is not at all to say I struggled with training this much when I was working full-time and teaching and getting my master's. It was extremely challenging, but how I worked out then when my schedule was really hectic does not reflect how I work out now. I would work out at home. I would get in a 15, 30-minute workout at home And that would be it for the day because that is physically and mentally all I could fit into my day. And there's nothing wrong with that. And yet people 
don't put that kindness on themselves. They think in order for me to be successful, I need to do A, B, and C because so-and-so is doing that. Honestly, screw so-and-so. You are not living their life and they're not living yours. So it is really kind of nonsensical to compare yourself and your goals to someone else. I'm not saying you can't have goals related to someone else. You can't have, you know, health and fitness goals where you're like, you know what, that person really inspires me. They are so strong. They're healthy. Like they're able to eat a lot. They've got a healthy relationship with food. I want to strive towards that. There is nothing wrong with that. But assuming you're going to be able to achieve that in a very short period of time, I would say is unrealistic because it takes, I would say 99% of us a really long time trial and error and a lot of failure to find a way to eat and work out in such a way that is sustainable for us. And I do mean sustainable because like we were recently in Europe, I stuck to my training schedule of five days a week. I didn't have an issue with that. I meal prepped. These are things that are part of my life and my lifestyle. And so I'm able to keep those up. But I can promise you that I did not keep up with my meal prepping when we went to Hawaii. We stayed in, we had like a kitchenette and everything, but I was like, you know what? I'm doing intermittent fasting. I really want my first meal of the day to be something super bomb and delicious when we're here on the island. And so I didn't cook anything, literally not a thing. I even brought protein pancakes with us and took them home unopened because it just didn't happen. But I did get in workouts, even though it wasn't my usual training. We went to the park. I brought my bands and all that kind of stuff. And yeah, I I was able to prioritize certain things. But this is talking about it has become a lifestyle for me. And I have been doing this for not quite four and a half years, but coming up on that. And so it is definitely a lot easier to keep up the habits I've built because I have built them up one at a time. And so I don't want you to fault yourself for saying, hey, you know what? I've got 10 goals and I'm only focusing on one because realistically, what is going to help you get to where you want to be is, for example, taking that protein goal. You know what? I got 70 grams of protein every day this week. I think I'm going to keep that next week and I'm going to add making sure I get in two liters of water. So my second week is staying with 70 grams of protein, getting in my water and seeing how I'm feeling. Maybe the next week that 70 grams is going to be 80 grams and you're going to stay with your two liters of water. And maybe for the first month, that's all you do. There is no shame in that. Working slowly like this is really important because as you practice this and as you're mindful of that one goal, if you're only focused on that one goal, it's a lot harder to get distracted and say, oh, you know what? I forgot. I had so many things to do. I forgot. You've got one goal. Focus on that one thing. Set yourself up for success meal prep so you can hit that protein, you know, get snacks so you can have them at work. So when you do get hungry, you have something that you can eat. That's a good choice because what is going to lead you to success is building these habits in such a way where you think of it as a foundation. And just because of when we're talking about this protein is one of those goals and that's a foundation you've worked on that. And now you've been training And focusing on this for six months. Well, in six months, hopefully that protein goal is now a habit. Something where when you have your breakfast, lunch, or dinner, figuring out what your protein source is going to be 
is habitual. It's no longer something you have to be really uh, actively thinking about or planning ahead because it's just part of your lifestyle. And this is what I do mean by lifestyle. Until it has become a habit, it's not part of your lifestyle. You're still mentally thinking about and working on it and trying to remember to do it. And so when you're still having to think about that, it's not quite a habit yet. So think about long-term, think about doing things slowly, because I know it can be disheartening to be like, oh, I'm making such slow progress, but slow progress is better than no progress. And if you're able to stay with something for six weeks, that is far better than, you know, crushing 10 goals for seven days and then everything, you know, falls to crap and you're like, oh, well, it's been six weeks and, you know, I still haven't really accomplished anything because I put too much on my plate at once. So start slow, be realistic, and don't feel ashamed if your goals are small. Even if your goal is, hey, you know what, I have some, you know, a piece of fitness equipment at home I got on Craigslist. Um, I'm going to do 10 minutes on there. I'm going to do five minutes on there. Five minutes a day is 35 minutes for the week, right? If you actually focus on what you can do and are capable of doing, you are going to accomplish so much more than thinking about all the things I can't do. Ugh, I can't hit 120 grams of protein a day. I can't train five days a week. Well, what can you do? Can you have 70 grams of protein a week or day? Can you, you know, get into workouts a week at home? What can you do? Set yourself up for success and be kind and patient with yourself. That compassion you have towards yourself is so important. And I know it is one of the hardest things for us to do because we are our own worst critic. We're the first one to see all the things that we did wrong, all our failures. And I want to remind you, I want to be that voice that says, it's okay to make mistakes. It's okay to fall down. It's okay if you don't hit your goal today, but what are you going to do about it tomorrow? What can you control? There are a lot of things in our life that are far beyond our control. And you know, we're kind of just, it's that game of life. You go through the motions and you hope for the best, but there are a lot of things that we can control and taking ownership of that and taking control of the situation is what is going to get you ahead. So don't get disheartened or feel like you're a failure if you can't get in five workouts this week or if you can't get your protein every day. Start where you're at and build healthy habits slowly. Be goal-oriented and focus on those goals every week. And from there, you can build on them. But really and truly, focusing on in such a way where it becomes a habit is going to get you ahead. All right. Thank you so much for listening. And hopefully you have found some of these things helpful and something you can implement today or tomorrow. Don't wait till Monday. Don't wait till next week. Get started sooner than later. And don't forget, you can follow me on Instagram at justget.fit, or you can email me for one-on-one nutrition coaching at Nikki at justget.fit.